This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. have been listening to The World's End by Yui Yorie. Did I get that right this time? No. No? Yorie? Horie. Horie. Anyways, that is our uh, the opening uh, from Golden Time, which is one of the shows we're going to talk about today. This is part two of our winter 2014 reviews, which we're going to go through how many we got? Like six? We have Samurai Flamenco. We have Makenki. We have Magi, the Kingdom of Magic. Inari Konkon Koi Iroha. Uh, Norin. Golden Time. And recently, My Sister is Unusual. So it's going to be a jam packed episode. Hopefully, we can get it all through all quickly. Um, but we, of course, separate these so that we have more time to talk about each one of them rather than going through, you know, 30 in one episode. So. You get more content for these and a better decision based off of our opinions on them. But again, we're from otakuspirit.com. That's where you can go for all of our news, reviews, and first impressions, uh, episode impressions for certain shows, as well as links to this podcast and our news feeds from Google Plus and Twitter and all that good stuff. So check us out there. Uh, I am Andrew, and I am, this is Chris. Yo. I am, this is Chris. <laughs> Um, and we're going to go through these. We're going to jump right in there. Um, any, any words of wisdom before we, we actually already tried to record this once, but thanks to the, the powers of electricity coming out of the sky, we, uh, we lost power and it did not recover. Dumped half, most of our episode. Yeah. We tried to record the rest of it on the laptop, but, um, we of course couldn't recover the first half, so... Here we are again, so things may be a little bit more awkward, or jokes that we had before may have been lost, and we don't want to repeat them because they're just cheesy to repeat. But yeah, it doesn't doesn't feel as as organic, extemporaneous, or whatever the term is. So yeah, well maybe we'll make some new jokes, which is plenty to joke about with something like Samurai Flamenco, which is our first one that we're going to go through. 
Did you want me to read the, the description on this? Go for it. Okay. Because you, you, you don't have much talking today, so... I have to do something. <laughs> and this is... Uh, the intro is... Mel or Mel model Masoshi Hanzazama. I'm already butchering the name. Masayoshi. 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 I should have seen Yoshi in there. Is he a is he a dinosaur? No. Okay. That's just an insult to everybody. That's he's, Yoshi. he's a he's a cheesy male model who tries to become a superhero. Decides to be a superhero <laughs> despite having no superpowers or the technology to create high powered suit like Batman or something. He becomes the hero. Samurai love that, Flamingo. Love that. Love that. Uh, the ad living right there. <laughs> I don't know. I had to add something in there. And begins to fight crime in the name of justice. Police officer Hidenori Goto finds out the, about Samurai Flamingo and his real identity by a twist of fate, which leads him to. <laughs> twist of fate. Like no, a, no, no, no. No, no, no. The sad thing is, is that twist of fate was that he was in the middle of trying to change back into his regular clothes and he found him in his little cubby hole in in a in an alley and he's sitting there trying to change and he he thinks that he's a um pervert he's, he's a pervert yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> a random random flasher anyways you you've totally broken my mojo here but I, I was thinking it's like the Dragon Ball Z narrator guy the last episode of Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Piccolo is powering up again. <laughs> and he's still powering up. Oh, wow. Um, Piccolo has been uh, powering up for the last four episodes. But just wait. He might finish now. <laughs> Anyways, which leads him to be involved in a lot of trouble, especially when it com- when he comes across the enemies that were not thought to exist outside of fiction. Nonetheless, these two young men... Will come to face to face with hardships of crime, being crime fighters, while discovering what it truly means to be a hero of justice. Tell me that show is as amazing as that introduction. You know, I I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. See, up until those last two sentences, this actually sounds like a really amazing show. And I, I think when you first told me about it, I was like. This sounds actually really cool. The idea of some random people becoming crime fighters, but they have no superpowers, so they're kind of limited to just hoping that they can overcome whatever they face. But then every single time you tell me about it, I get less and less interested to the point where you said something and I went, no. <laughs> the The thing about this show, the, the, the crown jewel of this show, I, I, I will point this out, the crown jewel of this, this show is absolutely the characters from uh, vigilante masked crusaders to uh, magical girls, uh, down to earth police officer. Um, th- th- this this show really truly shines on characters, character interactions, um, their uh, their character backgrounds, uh, and 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 very very. In most cases, in most cases, I'm 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 prefacing that in most cases. They're very, very true to life reactions to certain to different situations. Now, the big issue that I have with this show, um, it is its attempts at what I would call shock, um, shock points. They you 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 can call them twists, but I don't think that they're really 
particularly twists because they're not they're not something that actually truly um like certain things that happen in future diaries i would call a twist something that just you don't see from it comes in from left field and and throws it into um into right field this is really more along the lines of things that should technically are more of an explosion of something that happens and you're supposed to just accept it and keep going with the story. It doesn't actually change the 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 feel of the even that sounds sounds kind of weak because it does actually change the feel of the show, but it doesn't do it like a a twist does. A twist you're going, "Oh, I didn't see that coming, but it 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 works with the story and it keeps it going." These are more like big old huge explosions that don't necessarily work for the story to keep it going. Um, the funny thing is about this show that, I mean, and I've said this before, this show, at the beginning of the show, it sells itself as that vigilante that has no no superpowers, um, trying to be somebody and somebody important, and he wants to be a hero. Um, he He's fighting for justice and all that stuff. Um, at the beginning... I that that little bit of charm those characters slowly started developing and it really worked for what it was trying to sell um and then you get around to about this episode seven point and that's and that's really where I mean I, I could hand this this show to somebody those seven episodes cut off the like last two minutes of the show and say this is a great show here watch it and and most people would love the show. Mm-hmm. I, well, it sounded I, to me, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a great show. I, now, after that, that last two minutes of episode seven and on, it goes nuts. And like I said, I actually went through and 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 in my head, I counted out these seven points, which I call shock points, in which each one of these points that you you can make a distinct point and say. Here is this point. And the funny thing is, is this 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 story is actually at the beginning. It's funny because if you actually see the ratings on this show, you can actually see where, yeah, it didn't it didn't take off as quick as as a lot of people were expecting or as the writers were expecting, I'm sure. But when people started understanding what this show is about, they really, truly liked it. And it actually was doing really well. Until the episode seven point, you want to take a wild guess as to how much of a loss the the that episode seven got. Well, based off of Twitter, <laughs> I would say pretty much everybody because it, it was like okay, everybody's talking about this is a great show, great show, and then at some point, my Twitter was just full of I cannot believe they did that. I am done with this show. Like out of nowhere, everybody was saying the same thing, retweets left and right. And that's a good indication. Three quarters of their entire it it built up a good following. At the at that point, three quarters of their their following dropped. And I I would assume if they've had maybe an episode ahead, why wouldn't they see a trend like this and say, "Whoa, 
<laughs> well, I guess I guess they don't really have a choice. I mean, they have it written out to do that, so I guess it's already too it. late. We we've already, we might as well just get it yeah, out of there. Have, they would have to make up every single episode after that point. They would have to make a new ending. So that's the direction they wanted to go. I don't see how they could turn away from it unless it, they said, "We know what we want. We know people enjoy this. Just stick with it," kind of thing. Yeah, it, it wasn't a bad show, honestly. Like I said, the characters were great. I loved the characters, and for the most part, they did. Like I said, they were very true to realistic reactions to certain things. But there was some points where the shock shock points, it was like, you know that the characters should not be reacting that way. And it doesn't make any sense. And and that, I think, was really kind of more a turnoff for me. Um, after all, especially since they were trying to sell this show as a realistic for lack of a better term, a realistic uh down to earth vigilante yeah, superhero. Yeah, and and it just it it didn't work in any way shape or form. But like I said, the characters worked out really well. Um I mean I've got these 7 points marked out and I I was asking my brother if if I should if I should read them off just so that people understand but I <laughs> I, I just don't see anybody really truly watching this show and and liking any of these these points. I mean, they, they just just I mean, even the last one, I, I think I mentioned it to you and I, I, I gave you pretty much an idea of how it, the very last episode was the final shock point. And what what did you think when I when I went and described it? Because I know that that was the one that you you went. Yeah, if I had any inclination watching this show, I mean, well, that was just pretty much. I've already, I'm already done with it. I was done with it way back when you were getting way into the the fictional stuff, and that was just pretty much. Yeah, I'm glad I never touched it, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, well, like I, like I told you before, it, I I really enjoy the idea. I, I I was a Power Ranger kid growing up. I enjoyed Power Rangers, but being as an adult, and this seems like a very adult focused show i mean it, it deals with adult themes you would think that that's they're trying to go for hey adults here is a you know joe schmo guy trying to be a vigilante i i don't see adults as wanting a power rangers so when they were given this whole idea of just a vigilante it was like okay this is exactly what i want I want this Japanese take on some guy trying to be a bitch. And for lack of a better example, uh, Kick-Ass the movie in, in America. I didn't I had no care whatsoever to watch that movie. I wanted a Japanese take on it, something that was more serious and and not so juvenile. I wanted something that was mature in a real sense, not in a juvenile sense. And that's what this seemed like it was going to be. And then when they go and change it into Power Rangers... I no, that's not what I wanted. I don't see any adult wanting Power Rangers. I just don't see it. Well, this was not this. I mean, if you want to get technical, this would be an adult version of that. I mean, there it was surprisingly dark. Adult I know. I, I I I know. I what I mean is it is surprisingly dark. The 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 undertones to this show feed more into an adult orientation for the 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 target audience. It's obviously not a kids show. But it's still really what I mean, I wanted I I was surprised. I didn't even know I wanted this show. 
when it came down to it. At 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 the beginning, when I started writing this review, I I I started thinking about it. One of the things that I do know is that at the beginning of the show, I really, truly, surprisingly wanted to see the show. I was a little bit. Well, I'm like, I wasn't sure like at first, huh? It's just like Batman. Batman appeals to adults. Why? Because it is a joke. Just a regular guy who, yes, with a lot of money, becomes a superhero. But he's still not. He's not powerful. He's not. He's not an X Men. He's not a Superman. He's just. A guy that wants to help the world, yeah. and he and he makes these gadgets. It, 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 to do it. It, it, it speaks to us as a person, right? We don't want we don't want something that we can't relate to. We want something we can relate to. A, a yeah. random guy that does, yeah, he he may have a lot of money. We don't have a lot of money. We can't relate to that. But he's still a regular guy. He's still immortal. He still can die, and we mm-hmm. we we connect to that. We want to help other people. So it. Whereas kids, we have dreams of being a Power Ranger. We have dreams of having magic. We have dreams of having claws coming out of our hands. So that stuff appeals to them. Even though I have a friend that still likes Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> well, when it comes down to it, if I, if I was just if I was just rating the first seven episodes just for the fun of it, I would probably give it a four. If it if it had stayed on that course. All through the entire show, I probably would have given it a very high score. Unfortunately, taking the entire show into consideration, and this is 24 episodes, I have to give it a, a five. two. A what? A five, right? Two. Two. Okay. Two. All right, we'll move on to our next one, which is Mock and Key, which is the second season, right? Yes. Okay. This is the this is the one with the cover with three girls showing their <laughs> panties. What fantastic story does this have? I mean, tell us a bit about the first season, because, I mean, we can't really go into the second season without spoiling. I'm sure there's big plot twists the second this, season. Okay, the story... This is great, because I actually know what he's going to say about it. <laughs> so I get to pick on certain things and make it to where you can't say certain things. <laughs> All right, the this show is, uh, for lack of a better term, it's effectively a school setting with magical abilities but they're not quite magical they're more like psi abilities and they unlock their powers through some kind of weird device that they call the makin or the makin is the magic i don't know it it, it it's been so long since i watched the sh- show it it had an interesting concept i, I like weird off the wall magical abilities and all that junk it's it's cool to me and I sat through a lot of fan service for this show. It's an interesting concept. He did it for you. <laughs> he did it for you. Anyway. He's tears coming out of his cheeks right now. Because I have out to of tell... his cheeks, Because I have to tell you about this second season, which... <laughs> so you actually, oh. you actually enjoyed the first season. What would you rate the first season? I actually never did rate it. Um, if I was to give it a, give it a re- rating right now, I'd probably say a three. Okay, so it's above it, 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 it is a, a little bit above. It has very good artwork. I do like the artwork. The characters are very good in their interactions. That's that's a lot of the funny thing about this season. Even this season, the character interactions are pretty good. Um the storyline is very interesting and press pushes the story. It, it pushes fairly well. But. But. 
<laughs> it's a long delay there, but second season. <laughs> now, everybody knows that this show is technically fan servicey. It is fan servicey. I don't even know why I'm saying technically. So when you go into the second season, I w- I kind of wanted to see the plot actually move. <laughs> This did not do that at all. Foolish boy. This it, this season did nothing as far as plot was concerned. I don't even think that they mentioned the plot in any way, shape, or form. Um, z- a matter of fact, <laughs> this, this show is 12 episodes. Like I said, the plot was never mentioned. All it did was a uh, an island episode where him and one of his teachers ran off because he they had convinced her parents that she was or she was going to marry him, the the main protagonist for some strange reason and they were handcuffed together so all the hijinks involved in that that could possibly be etchy is involved in this entire situation um, i'm sure at some point she had to take a shower Yes, oh. and of course she oh. had to use the restroom at some oh, point. Oh, I wasn't going to go there, but okay. <laughs> well, considering the last sentence you have on this description, I would I don't doubt that anymore. Never mind. Oh, but that's the best episode of the entire season. The girls. Wait, wait, is that sarcasm? That is oh, totally sarcasm. Okay, well, nobody we've got a pervert. Guys, we have a pervert. We have a pervert stuffed teddy bear. Yes, a pervert stu- stuffed teddy bear. Stuffed teddy bears apparently have needs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the one that my brother is pointing out that, that I actually took the time to write down. All the girls in the show, literally every girl in the show, got turned into cat girls. And since it was spring, they went into heat. And all the crazy hijinks involved in that. You didn't really have to say all the crazy hijinks involved in that. I think we all have <laughs> pretty much a good, not really good, but bad idea of what that is. So, needless to say, I I mean, it's not moving the plot. The character, there was no character development. It, it was crap in a nutshell. I have to give it a score of 1.5. <laughs> crap in a nutshell. What a bad mental image. Of course, so is Cat Girls in Heat. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we must move away from that and move on to things that are a little more good. And that's Magi third season, you said? Or three? No, half? it is the second season. It The first season was 24 episodes. This season is 12 episodes. Magi, the Kingdom of Magic. Now, I was kind of afraid of you talking about this one because I've mentioned to you before this is one of the few ones that I actually still want to get into, so having you talk about it is not good for me. It, you need to hurry up and get into it, because you, you're just going to like it, and, well, I, I never mind. The more and more I say my brother's going to like something, the less and less I he does like it. I hate it more. <laughs> I just so. want to prove him wrong. <laughs> no, I hated Madoka Magica, only because you loved it so much. Anyway, Magi, this show actually started this season started out a little bit slow um tended to lean more towards the political aspects involving this uh oh gosh the world. Never mind then 
No, Nobody likes politics. Okay, we're not talking... Do we do voting and stuff? Huh? Do we do voting and stuff? No, not that kind of politics. Debates on Fox not, or something? Not, not, not that kind of politics. Okay. We're talking We're talking like um, uh, setting... It, it's more world building in, than anything. Um, do they have, is there swords involved? Yes. See, that would make politics in real life more <laughs> enjoyable. If, you know, just the, the split screen breaks and they all just have swords and they start slashing each other. <laughs> Anyways... You may continue. 26, 2016 elections. Death battle. <laughs> it's just like in the stage. Like, here are your weapons. Choose. Hirave. That would be much more exciting. And the winner just becomes president. Or governor or whatever. Anyways. Continue. Okay. So, this, this, this world, this, this season... Started out a little bit slow, mostly because uh, the Magi crew, um, uh, Sinbad, uh, Alibaba, and Morgiana, they split up in three three different directions in this new 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 land, and so it started out a little bit slow trying to build up where they were and what was going on in each one of these in in each one of their perspective areas, um, but. Like true magi, when when things started going, they went, and it was just an absolute blast seeing everything, uh, seeing everybody power up. It was really worth the time, and I gave it a three point five. Okay, that is magi. I don't want to. I I I'm, too much, I'm trying not too much to. Stuff there that can spoil. Yeah, I don't, don't want to spoil anything for anybody. So that's why I'm I'm keeping it very low key. So if you like Magi, you're still going to be happy. Yeah, you're you're going to be happy. It is starting out a little bit slow, but it, it does does pick up and it goes very good. And it's so cool to see some of the new powers that come out of it. Hey, guess what? I finally get to talk about a show. Yes, go for it. Andy. <laughs> After three show things. All right, this next one is Inari Kankan Koi Yoroha. If you guys have heard our, our previous impressions on this, you know that we were really enjoying it. Um, I'm happy to say that it, it concluded me still enjoying it. Um, and it follows Inari Fushimi, and she really likes this local shrine near her. It's Inari, the Inari Shrine, because whenever she goes there, she kind of feels comforted by being there. She doesn't quite know why. Um, after something happens with the boy that she really, really likes that she wants to confess to, which his name is Koji, uh, Tambanashi or Tambabashi. I think that's spelled wrong. I think it's Tambanashi. Anyways, um, something happens that she thinks that she's being, uh, he's being confessed to by another girl. He gets upset. She goes back to the shrine and these little spirits lure her into this inner shrine where she meets Uka, who is a deity. Well... This Uka, who is actually the reason why she always felt comfort there. Uka's always been watching over her wherever she's at the shrine. Uka is a deity that has come down from the celestial planes because she is obsessed with the idea of meeting that perfect boy that she has seen in dating sims that was given to her by her friend. Um, But she's also met Inari, who she really loves and cares for, and she wants to protect her. Uh, But she grants her a wish, and... That wish was to become another girl who she thought her Tambanashi liked. And that ends up blowing up in her face, and she wants to be changed back, but Uka says, I can only give you one wish. But she says, since she you know cares for her so much, she gave her a part of her deity essence to Inari. And Inari then has the ability to transform into any human that she wishes. 
And that kind of opens up a sort of hook for the rest of the season. But it's not really the, the crux of the show. They do they do play off the ability of, of her to be able to transform. But it is really just about Inari learning to express herself better, meet new friends, and eventually, hopefully, uh, confess to Koji. Um, next to her, you have Uka, who has just so much heart. Uh, she's, of course, the deity. And you kind of see her dealing with, struggling with the de- the deity world, the celestial planes, and how they want her to marry another god, but she's too busy messing around the human world. But she's, and that she's not supposed to because, you know, meddling with humans, the humans die eventually. You're not supposed to do that. Uh, you also have uh, Inari's brother who kind of knows Uka and doesn't trust her, but then kind of slowly learns to possibly like her. And that whole relationship is is just way cute. And then you have, of course, her friends. You have Keiko. She's kind of a tomboy. I really loved her uh, because she's she's got that gruffness, but she's also she's also got heart for protecting Inari. Uh, you have uh, Maru-chan, which is her other friend, who she's a uh, Fujoshi. She she likes you know boy love comics. She's she's kind of nerdy into manga and. She's also got her own cuteness to her. Every single character in the show just spews out cuteness and so much heart and all the the things that happen. Like they have one of the earlier things that Inari deals with is the the sun god, the the leader of the celestial plane. She wants Inari to become a god, and she kind of has to since she has those powers from the deity. She says, "Okay, you you have to learn how to use those powers and become a god." And there's at some point where she was put through a test that she ends up failing, which would ensure that she's going to have to go to the Celestial Plains. And she just she just starts breaking down in tears because she'd just finally gotten close to Koji. And she just finally met Akemi, the girl that was supposedly confessing to Koji. And it's it's almost like one of those moments where she's like realizing everything's coming together and I have to leave it behind. And, and she starts crying. And it was just a very powerful scene. Every moment in the show is just very powerful. And I really enjoyed it. The only downsides that I had this show was Akemi. Um, I really liked her as a character. I really liked her her circumstances. However, she has a a close affection for Kiko. So you have that Yuri plug-in, which I don't mind being there, but it just it didn't feel fleshed out. It didn't feel like it fit in certain situations. It's just suddenly out of nowhere, okay, boom, she's obsessed with Kiko again, and we're dealing with that. And I also kind of felt like they kind of explored that more in time relation than even Inari and Koji, which was kind of disappointing. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, It was going to get my pick of the season, but another show, which we haven't talked about yet, uh, took it over it. But that doesn't degrade that it was just an amazing show with a lot of heart. Now, on my side, I did make this my pick of the season i think that it just it has a lot of heart and it is a gorgeous show Very it has good art great great um music um that there's there's quite a few points where the music just hits the home run right out of the park i mean yeah there was one point in one episode that something happened and the music just kicked in and i was like man this the music just made this and I totally forgot to write it in my impressions, but then, like, 
New Owen was replying to the, our article, and you were replying to it about the music, and I'm like, oh, crap, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> it did. It, it, it just, it, it's one of those things that, I mean, music is one of those funny things. I, I, have you ever noticed that? It's like, sometimes, I mean, if it, if, if the music is just grating on it, it'll, it'll just take you out of the story. And then there's those ones that are just so background and ambient that you don't even really think about it. And then you, you sit there, you go, there was music in that show. Um, it was okay. What's sad is that sometimes the music is so ambient, it is helping the situation, but it doesn't stand out. In some cases, that's a good thing. And the sad thing is you don't notice it. But there's some points where exactly. it's just wow. And that this is. one, this was one of those where it actually, it just it stood out just enough to say, no, don't don't stop watching the show. Just go ahead and bam, knocks it out of the park. It, it's usually when there's something happening that doesn't have dialogue that you're trying to keep track of. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like for example, Wolf Children, the whole scene with them going on the snow. The music made that scene. And it was a it was a part in which you didn't need dialogue. The yep. music was the dialogue, mm-hmm. and that was the same case with this particular episode that, I'm, that I was referring to, is that there was no words at that particular moment, for the most part, and the music was this was the words. There's there there's quite a few points in which I I I, I wanted to bring out, uh, like there there was a there was an entire scene where uh, uh, Koji and Inari were walking down the the thousand. Uh, archway mm-hmm. is it a thousand or a hundred it's probably a hundred probably a hundred thousand seems a little bit exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but they were they were walking and and she's on it on his back and it was just a simple that is the thing that no matter how you look at it the 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 thing that just puts this show over the top for me is just it's simple honesty in everything it does i mean from 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 keiko at, at the at in that first first episode, uh, trying to console Inari, and she just bends down there and, and bumps heads with her. A head butter. It was, <laughs> it was cute. It was just adorable. Or just shooting her with the, the pop gun. That was, that, that was adorable. It was perfect. She's like trying hey. to get her attention to Koji's at the, the <laughs> festival. So, of course, Keiko goes, hmm, I have a pop gun in my hand for this little stand. <laughs> Turns to Inari and just pop right in the head. She's like, ah! <laughs> It turns around and sees Koji. It was perfect. It, this show does almost everything right. I mean, about the only thing that I would knock this show on, and the only reason I didn't really give it a, fi- uh, a five was because I didn't think that it closed correctly. I don't think so either. I think I was happy at the end. Yeah. But there was so many things unanswered. Well, especially after you had, you had brought up what happened in the manga, I think that that was probably necessary, so... Hopefully we'll get a second season because it looks like the manga kind of yeah that was, it, it was weird because the manga actually did a lot of the telling different but that's that's usual with manga but certain things was just way more powerful in the manga that was not in the show I, I don't understand why they didn't do it but they have their choices but yeah I do agree with you the the, the character art is just beautiful I I, I love how every character has their own unique look to them they don't none of the characters fit archetypes like you mentioned before and nari is just adorable and akimi is adorable and they all have their own little unique quirks like nari has that little ponytail on one side and it's just that little extra detail just made the characters even oh you even can the tell you can tell uh maru-chan 
she's even adorable. She's not that oversized fat character with the the circling glasses. It she's she has her own you, cuteness. You to can her. tell you can tell that the people who did this show they truly loved their these characters. Right. They weren't I mean, just throwaway characters. Yeah, it wasn't. Maru wasn't a throwaway character. So she's a fat character. Just put little swirly glasses on her. That makes yeah. her a nerd. <laughs> she didn't fit that manga archetype, even though she was in the mangas kind of thing. So yeah, really good. Really recommend it. So I know we have a new own was on the forums. We we suggested that show to him, and he ended up really really enjoying it. So I'm glad he enjoyed it because otherwise I would have recommended to watch a show that he wouldn't have enjoyed. Uh, but I, I felt confident in, in recommending it. So. Definitely check it out. So now that we've come up with that real high, let's let's take it down a peg or two. Just a peg take of it fi- down a peg or two. Why don't you just throw me in the pit? I mean, come on. <laughs> I was actually sort of hoping this show would be something interesting because I like the concept, and that is Norin. So Silver Spoon meets Idols is as it was mentioned when it first was announced, but I don't think it quite meets that at all. No. No, it doesn't. I think the only thing that's <sighs> similar is that it's an agricultural school. Yeah. That's pretty much. It. That is it. <laughs> just me just, saying just, agricultural just, school. Just Nothing say, involving yeah, just, it. <laughs> they Nothing. use the same kanjis for agricultural school. That's it. <laughs> and they do crops. Maybe. That's still up for debate. Do they do crops? Yeah. Sometimes, but in weird <laughs> circumstances. They planted some rice. They planted something. Okay, we got something. <laughs> this is definitely Silver Spoon. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, no, Ren. Oh, no, Ren. No, Ren. No, Ren. Oh. Do you want me to do the intro? Go for it. The sudden retirement. I don't think of I can stay, keep idol. a straight face. <laughs> the sudden retirement of famous idol Yuka Kashanabi Kasakabi from the entertainment business shocks the world and devastates her fans. Teenager Kasaku Hata, his classmate, and Tamo Akakaka. <laughs> even talk right with that you voice you should you should try you should try the uh the uh anyways the it's kung fu guy idol, an, do the kung fu guy <laughs> the kung fu guy <laughs> um, let's see here his classmates <laughs> agricultural school manages to get him out of his depression and bring him out of his room to attain his attend his classes but to everyone's surprise yuka it was a surprise <laughs> It will be a surprise. <laughs> Anybody that has not watched Kung Pao right now are going, what the hell? <laughs> Which is probably a lot of people right now. Who uh, hasn't watched Kung Pao? I mean, just go watch it. Don't even, we're not even going to convince you. Just go watch it. And you'll understand where all these jokes are from. But to everyone's surprise, <laughs> this idol comes into her, their class under the name Ringo. Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she is a horror film. <laughs> As a transfer student, Kasaku realizes he has a once in a lifetime opportunity. It will be an opportunity. To get. I just have expected to see like five flat. posts from Neon just lol 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 lol. <laughs> guys on. 
I really hated that movie. I was just going to say that. Like, I hated that movie. I hated that. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, together with his group of friends, try to find a find out why she came to the agricultural school and become more than just classmates. Yes. These were for both of us. Anyways, okay. Wow. So, this show. This show just became ten times better by doing that way. <laughs> I would totally watch it if he was narrating the entire time. That would be awesome. Then they decided to squirt gun each other. <laughs> then they do that. And the woman put oil on herself <laughs> and took a picture of herself. <laughs> oh, gosh. We yes, so the show would go ten times better if that was happening. I, I, no, 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 no. The guy from, uh, from uh, Mental Choice. The guy from Mental Choice? The guy from Mental Choice. Hirabe. He's sitting there doing that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Do you take the shirt from the girl who just lost all of her clothes by taking <laughs> her shirt off? Or do you decide to hug the cow? Okay, so this show. Funny jokes aside. That was way more funny than the show. Yeah. Um, it was a couple of funny points. But yeah, Especially when it comes down to scene. it. No, that was not funny. Oh. So... Hi, so. just been dropped. <laughs> Here's the thing about this show. It has an interesting concept. That's why I kind of wanted to watch it. I was actually interested in the show when, when I heard about it. The problem with the show really comes into, I think when it, it was trying to make fun of the normal tropes that are involved in um, these kind of etchy shows, unfortunately, it didn't do it well it it seemed the joke seemed forced and like you say before a trope about a trope is a trope in itself so yeah you say you say hey let's act like clowns because clowns are stupid right and they all dress up in clowns well you're a clown yeah and that's that's the sad thing it the the jokes weren't cleverly done it they just seemed there and it's like like there was big old signs that say, "Hey, you're supposed to laugh at this part," and it didn't work in a lot of cases, and a lot of them just became just almost downright dirty as far as jokes are concerned. So, I honestly didn't crude. enjoy it. Crude, yeah. Um, matter of fact, uh, one of one, at, I, I'll put it this way. The the ultimate joke, the the one joke that I thought was absolutely hilarious in this entire show, which there was a couple of funny points, but the one that I thought was just perfect was the very end when it stopped and it was it was over. Yeah, no, just before, (laughs) (laughs) just before the end. Okay, Um, the main protagonist, um, the this is kind of a triangle slash haremish type show. And um, the two girls were confronting him and forcing him to make a decision between the two. And he had just realized that he did actually kind of like the the childhood friend. And instead of choosing one or the other, which you would automatically assume he's going to choose the idol because he's been freaking out about her the entire show. Instead, he says, why do I have to choose either? Why can't I choose you both? It's like, why hasn't any other show done this? Right? Why why the stupidest show in the world has the smartest guy? 
that's uh, it, it it was absolutely a, a, too much fun at the end but you got to get through the entire show and a lot of the jokes were just dumb honestly i found the panty episode funny but so as i've mentioned before all of our listeners have listened to our first impressions they know how we kind of felt about this show at the start but they also know about our mention of a particular middle-aged woman who is having a crisis. And that one scene was burned into our brains <laughs> of her that, discovering play, the use that's put, of oil. That's putting it lightly. I mean, I, I think I will go through my entire anime existence remembering from here, the mirror, remembering the mirror with the oils. So they're all wondering, how did she outdo herself? Actually, no. Strangely enough. Well, that's disappointing. But, however... But how many times did she do this? Well, no, no, no. I take that back. She did have one particular scene that did actually may have almost put it on the same level. She made herself into a sushi table. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that mental image just popping there. <laughs> So now that we thoroughly my score on this show, my score on this show, because this show does have one redeeming factor. It was so terrible, he doesn't even have a score listed. Yeah, I don't. This show only has one redeeming factor, and that is that the characters are kind of cute. But, (laughs) but. The midlife crisis lady was so cute in that oil. Okay, that is one character out of the entire show. Okay, okay. The, there's the one lady, other character the there's one girl. other character that it, it, it the show could probably do without and that's the guy who puts the stupid bikini on his shoulders for oh, some yeah, stupid reason. Oh yeah, I've seen that part. And Why that was... the heck he does that? I don't know. I think that that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> At any rate, I think you're talking about the the cowgirl. The ca- <laughs> <laughs> she walks in with a her only her only how she's she a sundetti like for Pete's sake to herself she's a sundetti for Pete's sake I mean and she has a spine of steel apparently apparently okay but <laughs> she wasn't story? she wasn't a bad character I mean the mankini guy was the mankini. the 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 sensei with the midlife crisis she was like the bottom of the barrel i mean at least the guy with the with the weird bikini was at the top of the barrel and everybody Man, else was in left again. field I, I oh i don't know why that's tickling me <laughs> mankini <laughs> mankini I, I i guess that's what it's called i don't know it, it it looks like a pair of bikinis that he puts over his shoulders for some strange reason at any rate, okay, if I was to <laughs> if I was totally forced private. to give this show a rating, I would have to give it a one, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I'm not saddened by that at all. It was lucky that I didn't drop it like fire. <laughs> so so on from a low note, you you're getting these pretty good to go up and down, up and down. On a on a on a higher note, golden time, please explain golden time to <sighs> How can I sell this show to you? Because when it comes down to it, I, I really, really, I think you should like, you would like this show. But the problem is, is I, how do I get you out of the concept of this is a love triangle? Love no matter, no matter how I many hate. times you say there's no love triangles, I will always believe that there's a love triangle. 
Because I, even okay, when you I, say I'm there's not, not a love saying, triangle, I'm, I'm I find saying, one. I will find one. It, I'm not saying that the, it's not a specific love triangle. Because no matter how you look at it, as you go through this show, there is two specific love interests. The problem is... Ah, how do I describe it? Because when it comes down to it, without spoiling anything, it it, it becomes really, really difficult. Um, well, the fact that you're saying there's no love triangle and there seems to be obviously one means that there's something that happens to make it not a love triangle, thus it's spoiled. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, I've not explained anything as far as story-wise that will make you understand why th- this situation is here okay um so for those that have watched the first segment of it and believe this is the second season is it as good as the first yes okay easily this show um i i would i would have a hard time saying that this was a two season show It, it it covered two seasons worth of content it's a 24 episode show but it's one of those that actually is a block of 24 episodes. So can you call it two seasons? Not really. It's 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 a 24-episode show. Um, one segment goes right into the other. It's not like you yeah. get a cliffhanger and then you get a yeah, season. It, um, no, no time break. Yeah, there's no time break. Um, the thing about this show is it, it covers a, a, a character named Tata Bonry. He is uh, a... He's goes into a law school. Um, he wants to get away from his family for because he has amnesia, and um, when it he because he forgot about them, or he wants to get away from them because he doesn't want to deal with the idea of him forgetting them. Kind of like that. It's okay. it's kind of like he doesn't he doesn't like the, he feels uncomfortable uncomfortable around people that he doesn't know, but they all know him. And it makes him uncomfortable because they're almost expecting things of him, and he doesn't like that. Um, that amnesia plot point is the key to understanding that love triangle thing that I was talking about. He forgets his girlfriend. He, he, she wasn't a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> childhood friend. She's a childhood friend. Dang it! Not watching it. I and that and that's the thing is is. Because for the longest time, I mean, I kept coming in here and saying, I hate the fact that it's going this route and I don't like it. And I'm not. But for once, for once in a love triangle situation, I was okay with either choice he made. And that is a huge leap. I mean, there's there's been so many times where I'll see I'll watch a love triangle show um, and, and I'm and I'm I'm hating either choice or this choice or that choice usually because i tend to lean towards the uh, the the childhood friends because yep. they always make childhood friends perfect for the main character and right. he never chooses the childhood friend this one for once they didn't they didn't lean towards one character or the other um if anything they leaned more towards the the uh the new the new love interest and and they did it well they they made her match him very well. Um, the the childhood friend was a great catch for him, but it didn't focus on that so much. Um, and and I think it did very well for what it was trying to do. Um, but so he did, but he didn't come out and say, "Can I have both?" No. Oh, 
see, they had it, they had it right, and they stopped doing it. <laughs> but they actually closed it well, and I, I was so impressed by this ending um, that I, did I actually score it? No, I didn't score it. I'm actually leaning towards a 4.5 on this one. A f- three. <laughs> I I think that this one, artwork-wise, characters, uh, the development of the characters, um, the main character, he he was he was truly an. A, I I don't want to say he was super dynamic, but he he did well in his dynamics. Um, each one of the off characters, uh, Coco was very dynamic she she made a huge change over the course of the show um a lot of the off characters were well well rounded um they they interacted really well um it's just a treat to watch just i mean episode to episode you're going to be you i i let me put it this way i was smiling just through most every one of the episodes and not because it was just a um, absolutely funny. I mean, I didn't laugh a lot dur- during the show, but I did laugh. And when I laughed, it was absolutely uh, just hilarious. And it was a joy it's to really watch. really hilarious whenever he laughs. <laughs> He's just laughing alone in his room. Just laugh. <laughs> just okay, bust up laughing. I'm funny again. <laughs> you do the same thing. <laughs> Very rarely. When I was laughing at the sumo anime. <laughs> Just because it's bad. And then I didn't laugh at it. <laughs> I was laughing at how terrible it was. I find terrible <laughs> things funny. It was stupid. It was horrid. Oh, we'll get into that later, though. I I've, I think I've already so, dropped it. Just so everybody knows, I've already dropped a show. <laughs> and it wasn't Pilot's Love Song. And it wasn't Pilot's Love Song. Well, it, that one made it easy for me because I knew that you were going to cover it. And I didn't. it didn't really work for me and... And and I knew you were covering it, so it was easy for me to drop. Claire Cruz is so upset right now. But going for another four point five show is recently my sister's unusual. What the heck makes you think that I'm going to give this a four point? I'm giving it a four out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> this covers Kanzaki Mitsuki. She's a girl that uh, uh, her mother's divorced. And she marries another guy that has is also a divorce uh, divorced man who has a son. So she basically inherits a brother. Well, the brother is kind of uh, okay with the idea. She kind of seems more distant, but the brother kind of makes it an effort to you know we're we're gonna be brother sister. We might as well you know get along. So he's kind of trying his hardest to be polite with her and form some kind of bond. Um, but she's kind of distancing herself, and at some point, she just, she's walking up some stairs, she collapses, he catches her, and takes her to the hospital, and at the hospital, they kind of just, not quite sure what's wrong with her, but she's being released. He goes into the room in the hospital, and she wakes up, and she suddenly just, just hugs him, and, and starts cuddling against him, and saying Onichan, and... She's just very affectionate at that point, and it just completely freaks him out. Well, come to find out, she's actually has a spirit of a girl with her at all times at, at, at this certain point, and this spirit is possessing her in order to get to her now stepbrother. And 
she claims that this is the reason why she needs to do that is because that's how she, this this ghost says that the reason that she's doing this is that the brother is her key to getting to heaven's gates. So that is as G-rated of an explanation as I can give as just that. All right, let's move <laughs> down to my notes. <laughs> down here where it's all like, <laughs> okay. The frustrating thing about what about talking about this show is to try and look at it objectively because there is no way in any shape or form that you could watch the first two to three episodes. I, I, I kid you not. I, I went through and I actually counted it up. It's like five, four or five episodes, which is almost half the show, no matter how you look at it. That's almost half the show. It sold itself with all I can assume is shock factor situations. Yeah. I mean, this this show bordered on the edge of being flat out a hentai. I mean, right down to a uh, a rape scene between a two female characters, one being a ghost and the other one being the ghost sister. rape. Ghost rape. Yeah. Um. There is um. Bladder torture. <laughs> that was yeah. That that was the point in which I finally gave up on the show. It was. I was trying to give it something, and yeah, the whole, basically forcing a girl not to be able to urinate whenever she wants, and yeah, that, no. Which sucks, because I I peaked a couple points trying to give it some, like, having some hope that it can go somewhere interesting, because when, I can be on, to be honest, the point in which she had that moment where she got out of the, the hospital bed in the first episode, and she hugged him, and she had this really... Uh, adorable, affectionate self. I thought the show was going to be a uh, split personality thing, where at one moment she's very reserved and doesn't want to have anything to do with them, and the next moment she's like overly affectionate and she's and she's she's struggling with this split personality. And that would have been a great show. It it, it really is. I mean, I, even even, and then it went even to me the watching the porn. It, even me even me watching it all twelve episodes. I I can say that that concept that that theme that that thematic thing going through the entire thing actually works uh the the characters are good um because that's basically what the brother sees she has some kind of split personality yeah and 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 this this translates well through the show the problem is is that it's almost like they they force this sexual thing in there and that really is what ruins a lot of this show Because because he actually seems like a really good character yeah, he's a few times I've cool. tried to force myself to watch it. He's he's, he's a, a really great, cool character. He's a great character. He's not a pervert. He it, it's like all the tropes even, of a even, male in a situation even, like that is to be overly perverted and going, "Oh my gosh, she's on me right now." But no, he's like, "No, sister, you don't even, have to do even this." Even right down to the very end part where the final thing that happens that makes her uh supposedly free of the entire situation mm-hmm. was him saying you need to take off those weird panties. Chastity belt. Yes. Oh. And and, and <laughs> wow, that's anticlimactic. <laughs> it, well, I, I know it sounds anticlimactic, but it goes to show you he's a cool character. Yeah, it didn't have to turn into what it was supposed to be. Was essentially that she wanted to sleep with him. Yes. I mean, but instead, being him basically saying stop. Yeah, you need to stop this because it's not you. Is really what he was saying. And 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 this translated out in her head, and she understood what he was he was saying, and that 
filled up hit her her relationship meter, whatever you, you <laughs> want to call it. Mirror. That <laughs> <laughs> the little pink stuff in the heart. <laughs> I was telling him earlier. There's a connection between Samurai Flamenco and this one. And that's no, the, no, 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 no. That was no, the other <laughs> Yeah, the, there's a new sh- season out right now that has a guy that gets pink stuff by doing naughty things. <laughs> so I'm thinking that's the second season too. Recently, my sister. Um. I, well, Samurai Flamenco with pig stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Groping. Uh, oh. When it comes down to it, like I said, Why this is another one of those shows where the characters are about the only thing that saves this show. If you have any inclination to watch the show, which I seriously doubt. It's, it's. I mean, it's it's a soft core hentai. I mean, it, it, there's no point in, in watching it. Unless you are interested in that, I mean, the, otherwise I would I would put this in the same category as as uh, uh, Kiss S Kiss Kiss X Sis, which I I ran into a long time ago. So if you watch that one, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's not hentai, but it's it might as well be. It might as well be. Um, when it comes down to it, which that show I wanted to watch for the adorable characters, but that didn't turn out. The just story, like this one didn't. the story is not enough to drive the 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 story or the 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 score up in any way, shape, or form. It's it's a weak story. It's a cu- cute story, but it's it's weak at best. The characters give a little bit, but they don't save the show completely. So I have to give it a one point five. You had a good idea. For the first 15 minutes. And you done screwed it up. It was your only job, and you done screwed I, it up. And that's what I'm saying. I I, I mean, the, 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 the news, the anime news around this, this show, I mean, they had, they had this at an at a, at a earlier time frame. They had to knock it back to a 2 o'clock time frame. Yeah, they, kept, they, they did it like two times, didn't they? Did they, did they knock it back I think again? they did it twice. And I mean, like I said, after the five, the episode five, that all the sexual situations really toned down. And now and they're going to have a live action of it. And they're going to have a live action. <laughs> but you still oh. you still have the problem of that those first five episodes are are really... It, it, like I said, it's almost like they were shocking the audience. This is what we are. And it's like... And then towards the end, the last seven episodes, it's not quite that anymore. And it's like... But you already sold yourself as this. So what do you expect? It kind of kind of makes you wonder that they were doing that, and they're like, "That's you can't do that at this time. We're gonna have to knock you back. Y- you're still doing it. We're gonna have to knock you back a little <laughs> further. If you keep doing it, you're going direct DVD. Okay. <laughs> Stop. I mean, I'm not. It, it it's almost like if I was to say, okay, episode six through 12 is like etchy which it really is and then the first five episodes is softcore hentai i mean that's really what it is it's there's all kinds of sexual situations in the first five episodes the last seven episodes is really just etchy uh cutesy humor is all it is but you've already you've already lost 99 percent of your audience in the first five episodes so why even bother yep I mean, you might as well just keep it going through the entire show. So if there's some kind of man- mangaka or something out there that's about to make a new show, there's your concept. Just just leave out the porn. And you got me. Because it sounds, like I said, if it was a split personality thing, I would have totally gone for it. But it didn't. So 1.5, that is our score for 
recently my sister is a porno. That's my it. Is a porno. <laughs> that is it for this episode. Recently, <laughs> my sister is a porno uh, heroine. <laughs> recently, my my sister has been raped by a ghost. <laughs> That's just... Recently, my sister is peeing in a flower pot <laughs> <laughs> right in front of me. <laughs> possible position because <laughs> apparently they pee like that okay this is getting way bad we apologize our outro song is the ed for semi flamenco i think it's like uh episode i don't know one of the, one of the, the the second segments of them there's like three of them in there but it is called flight 2300 and that is by, by Mineral Miracle Muse. The Magical Girls. Is that what Mineral Mag- Miracle yep. Muse is? MMM. Okay. okay. So, there you go. We thank you all for listening, and I hope we didn't get too bad for all there, but it's kind of the subject of that stupid show, and it sucks, but we have to deal with them sometimes. So, we hope you all enjoyed this. It's not family-friendly. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to go on family-friendly for that show is definitely... A no-go. You probably don't have a family if you're watching this. <laughs> Burn it in a fire. <laughs> well, we thank you all for listening, and we hope you all enjoy it. Again, we're from otakuspirit.com. It's where you can get all of our news reviews and podcast links for incredibly crappy shows like this. And please, if you can, go to iTunes and leave us a rating. We haven't gotten oh, lately, I wanted so we're to, kind of I sad. wanted to point out, just in case there's anybody who's actually using my simulcast schedule... I am trying to update that as fast as possible, but for some stupid reason, I don't know why it took them forever to start announcing the simulcast. And they decided so, to announce them all on Saturday. <laughs> it, it really? I mean, I, I do apologize. I, I wanted to get that up as soon as I could, but like I said, there was nothing coming out. There was no information until, like my brother it's was saying. It's filling out. It's just all on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> nothing on Wednesday. But yeah, check out our simulcast. It's it's the spring uh, sc- spring season schedule, I think it is called, the top link of photographyspirit.com. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're constantly updating that. So you can get started on your next season. But again, if you want to find out what's good or what's bad without having to watch them, just check out our first impressions of each uh, show that's on the site itself. And we thank you all for reading, posting. We had a couple of good posts recently, especially on... One of the shows, I got something wrong, and the, a guy posted and commented, and I got that fixed, and we, I appreciate that. I love all the feedback we get, no matter if it's negative or positive. Uh, again, we have a forum on there. Check us out on there. Post. Give us some discussion. We love discussion. And we thank you all for listening. Y'all take care. Oh,